All right, Tom here. Today is October 30th, 2023, and October has been the month that a lot of people have been thinking that it should be, which means a lot of people have been anticipating a lot of fireworks going on around the world, and we're seeing it now. So today I want to share with you my framework for how I see the next 20 years, and if it helps you kind of Put another put another piece in the puzzle for how you see the future, so you can make your own plans. And I hope it helps. My big picture, as I call it, is in two parts: what I call end of an era and the beginning of a new world. So, based on my last video, you know that I f I follow the four turnings premise, and we're right now in the crisis crisis turning, in the middle of it. And another person that I followed, I started following recently, his name is Martin Armstrong, and he has his economic confidence model, which comes from a more financial and Marcus perspective. So when the fourth turning and Martin's ECM model both kind of shared the similar framework for the next 20 years, it really made me a lot more confident about the framework that I've developed for how I'm approaching from now till 20, 2030, and then from 2030 to 2040. So Martin Armstrong, you should look him up. He's worth a worth a follow. I'll give I'll put the link below. So in terms of timing, here's my framework. So today is 2023, and from now until election next year, I expect to see the war rhetoric ratchet up. And if we break into outright war with Iran or with proxy wars with China involved somehow and Russia and Syria and Turkey. I think that those are all on the table because the current powers that be that control our country, I believe that their thinking is in wartime, Americans don't vote for a new president. They want to have somebody steady. So that might be what they're planning. And on top of the national global wars, I believe that we're going to have a rerun of BLM, Antifa, civil unrest and riots and protests here. There's going to be some kind of spark that's going to trigger and just be on the lookout for that. And then 2024, we're going to have an election and however the elections turn out, nobody's going to be happy, just like they weren't happy last time. And this time I think more and more people are going to realize that it's all controlled. So, you know, does it really make a difference? No, but what it's going to do is going to ratchet up the dissatisfaction and anger towards our government and a lot of countries around the world are actually having elections next year so 2024 will be a tense time for the current mood of our nation and also from the of, of the world martin says that in 2025 he expects to see a contagion of riots unrest and revolutions around the world and i think that could that could include america because when people realize that the government is controlling them and under the guise of so-called democracy or republic or freedom or for our safety because they want to help us be better but they're really not when that is more apparent and people are more awake on top of that they're gonna there's just reality of higher inflation and higher costs energy food housing, there's going to be a certain quiet desperation that when people realize that the government doesn't care about them, 
and law-abiding citizens are at more risk of being arrested for protecting themselves and criminals who commit the crime. It's it's going to be interesting to, to say the least. So 2025 to 2027, be careful. But then once you get to 28, 29, that's when Martin says that we're going to see the final collapse of the dollar. You know, a lot of times we talk about a lot. Uh, we talk a lot about de-dollarization today because we see the BRICS. We see more and more people moving away from trading the U.S. currency. But when it comes to finances, numbers can always be manipulated. I mean, data can be manipulated all the time, and there's shenanigans going on, and has been going on, and then that then that will delay the failure of our fiat U.S. currency. But I think until all the other currencies around the world fail, like Brent Johnson's dollar milkshake theory, his his premise is that the U.S. dollar will fail last, and I think it's because we're the um, reserve currency. But like all the other currencies around the world, we're, we're literally, well, not literally, but we're in essence monopoly money, and it's only the trust and the government that keeps it going. And by 2029... The confidence and trust in government will, I'm not sure if it will be there. So expect to see hard times on the financial side affecting our ability to make a living. And we try to make a living, but things get hard and we can't. If you look at the credit card debt right now, that's increasing. A lot of the buy now, pay later, even for a, a, a regular pizza, that's insanity. Those are small clues that people are suffering. So 2030, 2032, from both the fourth turning and Martin's perspective is when they forecast that the American government will finally fail. So we're looking at it less than a decade from now. And for me, the most obvious and common sense reason is simply because America is currently the global American empire. And like all empires, the hubris, the ego, we overreach. We get ourselves involved with wars and skirmishes and squabbles that we have no right to be in. And on top of that, America is just one big bundle of complex systems that are built and intertwined and fine-tuned to a just-in-time supply chain that spans the globe. And, you know, if one piece goes off, everything's thrown off. I'm not, you know, I'm sure you remember the empty shells, the run on tissue paper, and even for me, like you go to Home Depot and buy a two by four, it was seven fifty, three times what it was before the pandemic. Expect all that to go go crazy. If we don't have the dollar, we're going to be in a barter system. So having tangible assets is going to be a way to kind of muddle through when we get to a failure of government and. When government fails, so 23 to 20, 2033 to 2040, here's where I think we're going to see upheaval and the continued rot, as you can see in the urban areas. And different states will weather better than others just because of their state government might be more conservative and more independent-minded versus dependent upon the government. And there might be a devolution into gangster territories, territorial fights with warlords, in essence, third world, third world 
realities for us as America. And I think it's also, I think it's because if you look at all the illegals that have come across the border, a lot of them are military, military age men and I don't think they're here to actually add to our economy. I think they're here to destroy us as a country. So not only what might we have secession in different regions or states banded together. I don't even want to think about that. But we might have civil wars internally, breakaways, coupled with foreign actors getting involved in trying to take parts of the country and suppress us and take us over for their own country's purposes. You know, as the president of El Salvador has said recently, when you look at the decay of America, you have to conclude that it's by it's by design, and I agree. Our current government is an enemy of the people. They hate us, and they don't care about our security and safety. It's very obvious to see. Even though things look normal right now, but they are in no way normal. So please filter your normalcy bias and know that things are going to go from bad to worse. I keep on saying that, but it's true. So we get to 2040, and that's when Martin's ECM says that we're finally going to be able to actually create a new government. So that I think that might be the four turnings, new high. So it coincides with the new generation. So that's my basic framework, and as a Christian, I also have a spiritual perspective, which is if you look at the church when the spirit came and landed on the apostles in the upper room that was the beginning of a new world but end of the temple era the end of an era was not done yet even though when the veil was torn that signaled the end of an era but it wasn't until the temple was finally destroyed in 70 AD another 50 60 years later that we were able to actually go into the new world. So if you knew back then and if you know now, as a Christian or just as a you know, citizen of humanity, if you know now what the truth is that the elites want to harm us and we look at, and we can look beyond that and look to the truth about how the world really works, we can focus on the world we want to create in 20 years time and don't get distracted by the division, the focus on the new world that we're creating. And I believe, especially as a Christian, that the new world must begin with a spiritual foundation. There could be no other foundation that would be strong enough to reverse the damage physically and spiritually societally. And only with that spiritual base can we really create a world of freedom and virtue. And here's why I also think that we'll win because humanity, in my in my view, is created in the image of God, and God is God of freedom, creativity, relationship, and that's everything that the current leaders are trying to erase from us. They want to erase a family, they want to restrict our movement, they want to squash our individuality, our creativity. They want us to obey, and they've done a very good job so far. A lot of us have bought into what they're saying, and they believe the lie is truth. But as in America overreaching, I think that the current elites are overreaching as well. And 
you know, if you look at the desperation right now, and I think it is, and I see it as desperation, because they're coming onto the open. They're becoming much more brazen about what they're planning to do to us. And that, for me, is a sign of desperation that they know they're going to lose, and they are losing. But between now and when they lose and when we win, a lot of bad things can happen, and just be prepared. And if you don't have a spiritual foundation, God is there waiting for you. Turn to Him. He's always there for you as He's there for us and there for me. All right, so I hope this framework helps in that perspective about end of an era and the beginning of a new world. All right, until next time then.